0: Today, there are two million descendants of French Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French Canadian Legacy Podcast.
1: filles et je
2: l'histoire de notre immigration, ici de grands aventuriers, de pays All right,
0: here we are at the puts in fest first time back at puts in fest after missing it last year we're here with the very first person in line for this year's puts in fest puts in fest 2022 amanda welcome back to puts in fest
3: hi yeah great to be back
0: so where are you coming from manchester and how many of these have you been to so far
3: all of them <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did you first find out about the puts in fest
3: uh facebook uh, i follow a lot of different things on facebook um I follow. I actually follow the Franco-American. Gotcha. Uh, thing, so I have that constantly going through.
0: Very cool. And where you where were you introduced to puts in? Obviously, you got to be a connoisseur if you showed up for the very first puts in fest.
3: Oh, I've been. Yeah, there was a Canadian restaurant that was in Manchester that was uh, in the Gotham uh, the plaza that's up off. Um, on Amory Street. Okay. Um, cool. That was many years ago. They gotcha. closed. Uh, they were the first ones to introduce me to it. And nice. then I found Chevy Chevy
0: Chevechon's an amazing place. And
3: I, I go there a lot. I like the breakfast one.
0: I'm a big fan. I'm always torn between the puts in and the double crepe combo every time. I actually get both. <laughs> That's a smart move. I appreciate that. Actually, if you get there, this is going to probably be all edited out. But if you order on DoorDash, you, they have like the sampler thing, cups with smoke meat. It's freaking amazing. It's, yeah. a whole, it's a whole other you thing. Know, I spent a lot of money there. <laughs> all right. Um, so, what are your thoughts on moving it to the fall? Now we have a fall puts in fest.
3: It's a little cooler, but it's actually, I like that it's cooler because it means it's not dying hot while you're trying to eat some cheese and, and feeling like, okay, it's not hot out.
0: Very. <laughs> and is there a particular place you're looking forward to seeing today? Hot mess. Hot mess puts in. We are big fans at yeah. the Fresh K Legacy podcast of hot mess puts in. They've been on the program. We've done events with them before. They're amazing people. So awesome, Amanda. Thank you for yeah. speaking with us. Absolutely. All right, cool. All right, we're, we're here with another group at the Puts In Fest, a group we have spoken to before. As we're walking up and down the line, we see familiar faces. So please introduce yourselves, if you could.
4: Hi, I'm Roslyn. I'm from New
3: Hampshire.
4: I'm Melanie. Um, I'm also from New Hampshire. I'm Shauna.
0: Are you from New Hampshire? I
4: am from New Hampshire.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. awesome. So how many of these Putsin In Fests have you guys been to?
4: Wait, All but the first did? one.
0: Yeah. I think it was the six. I think okay. we're at so so six. then five.
4: five. Gotcha. Yeah. So you just missed the first one.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Through w- no
4: fault of our own, I just want to say. We just didn't know. We didn't know. It's fair enough. How did
0: you finally discover the Puts In Fest then?
4: Probably Facebook. Probably this one. It was probably Facebook.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Now, how did you get introduced to Puts In then where you saw it on a Facebook post and you're like, wow, that's something I need to go to every single year for the rest of my life?
4: I had heard of it well before that. I think in high school when I had gone to Quebec, I had had some, and of course, it's just food, and I do love food. So (laughs) I was like, a festival about food, sign me up.
0: Where'd you go in Quebec? I'm curious now.
4: We went to Quebec City because it was high school, and we were trying to speak our high school French. (laughs) <laughs> it's an amazing place. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I lived there six months last year. That's the reason I missed it last year. It's a, yeah, I went up there to try to. I just left my job. said, hell with it. it. I'm going to go up there for six months because it's an amazing town. And so that's what I did. Good times. All right. Very, very cool. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to think, what else? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Is there a certain vendor that you guys might be looking forward to seeing this year?
4: I mean, we're excited because there are three new ones. Yeah. The new ones. Um, are all the new ones we're excited about because we haven't had them at all before, but all the others have either been here more than once or, of course, we did the road show a couple of years ago, yeah. so we went to all of them at that point, too. So, the new ones. I think we're just most excited about the new ones.
0: Very cool. And where did you guys drive in from today, this morning?
3: You're
4: going to maybe say New Hampshire again? or no, do you no, where? Where?
0: <laughs> where? 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 What town? What town are you from? Barrington. Barrington? Yes. I don't even know where that
4: is. sorry.
5: <laughs> well... I driven from Rollinsford, but I flew in from LA. I remember like, that. Straight up just for this, so yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I go back to LA. <laughs> See,
0: I remember that conversation for previous how many years have you flown specifically for the Puts In Fest?
5: Five years.
4: You flown Even <laughs> for the road. Show, so the very I flew first in. one yes.
0: So from the very beginning you've been yes. flying in for the that's amazing.
5: She's. Ross said, "Hey, they have this Boutine Festival. Get tickets. Yeah. 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 And so I, 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 yes, of course I'm gonna fly in. What is that? Let me get some plane tickets. That's dedication. So I fly in, fly out. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. What we do. All right, so continuing my march up and down the line before the event even opens, looking for people with cool-looking costumes, and I ran the Thor." Thought we had to have a conversation. Thor, welcome to Putsinfest. Pleasure to be here. So what what is your actual name, sir? My actual name, off the record, of course, yes. is Ian Sargent. Ian. Ian, where where would you be from off the record? I hail from Worcester, Mass. <laughs> and how many of these Putsinfests have you been to? Uh, this is my second year. OK, how did you discover Putsinfest? Uh, from my lovely girlfriend here, Patricia. Patricia, how did you discover Putsinfest? Facebook. Now, The you- Book
6: of Faces. <laughs>
0: Were you familiar with Putin before this? Like how did you discover Putin?
6: Yes, I have a lot of family from Canada. I love Putin. Canada. <laughs>
0: the northern country. Hey what and why are you Thor? What what inspired the Thor costume for today? I remember to add it in the closet. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. All right. Okay, we are here with another interview. Can you introduce yourself here for the podcast,
7: here, sir? Sure. My name is Jeremy Partika, and I am from Andover, Massachusetts.
0: Jeremy from Andover, welcome to Poutine Fest. This is your first Poutine Fest?
7: Yeah, it's my my first time ever at Poutine Fest. And what brings <laughs> you up here? Um, I would say probably I love anything related to Quebec. Awesome. So when I heard my friend saw like saw online that there was a Poutine Fest, I was like Poutine Fest in New Hampshire, and I was like, Perfect. Oh, I gotta go. I was like. Awesome. I'm here. <laughs> so how did
0: you get excited about French? Where's that French passion come from?
7: Um, it it actually, I went, I have kind of a long story with it. was cool. I went to school in Champlain College in Burlington, Vermont. Very nice. It's a small school near the lake. And um, during that to, time, I... Uh, you went to school in upstate Vermont as well? Oh, oh you were in Vermont too. Yeah, in Lindenville.
0: Yeah, Mike. Side. Oh, cool. Mike went to Lyndon? Anyway, sorry, yeah, Champlain.
7: Yeah, go ahead, man. I was going, um, I was in Vermont and I... I had never been outside the US before. Sure. And uh, I went to Ireland for a study abroad program. Yep. And after that I got so excited about travel that I went I went my next semester I was in Sri Lanka. Wow. So I had gone to two countries and it like opened my eyes and I was like it made me so fascinated by language. Sure. And then I I thought, okay, I wanna learn a language, I wanna really become fluent in a language. Yeah. And I was like, what language? And I have this I had a history with school and I, I took French and Growing up, sure, in high school, middle school, and I was always bad at it. It was so It was pas It was pas facile pour moi. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it because Quebec is so it's, it's this huge province, right. and it has a big, it's, you know, it's, it's big impact on the region. Um, we have a lot of trade with the province. So I was like, it makes sure. sense that I would learn French. So yeah. I. I went I chose French and I was like I, I started going to travel with friends we went to Montreal awesome and like, that kind of inspired me with French and I love to like uh, I love to that it's very regional so it's like uh, you know you really lear- you're learning the French of the region um, so I, it got, I got really into just the specific like Canadian French very very have you spent any time up in Quebec in um, 2020 I actually got a, a work permit um, it was it was in January first, twenty twenty. I drove down or drove up, drove up to Quebec City from Massachusetts in the middle of winter. Like wow, it was frozen. Everything okay. in my car froze, <laughs> and I was I got a I was working at an auberge okay. in um sure in uh, Quebec City, and then That's I amazing. I was taking some French classes there. But my goal at that time was to find a job in Quebec. Yeah, uh, I got the work permit, but then yeah. of course it was twenty twenty. COVID happened. La pandemic. Yep. Uh, so I came after, I spent about two months, I spent a couple weeks in Montreal, and then I came back to New England. Where'd you go to school
0: up in the Quebec?
7: Um, I was at, it was um, a CJP, a CGEP. Um, uh, really? It was at, um, okay. it was right in downtown Quebec City, it was, what was the name of that? It was a CJP. it was at a CJP, and it was like this French program, like, and they had, they did, they did um, you could stay with a host family. Yeah,
0: so uh, I did six months up um, with the school up there, learning... French like a, it was like a school for like adolescents and adults yeah it... oh man into edder was the wait edu winter yeah
7: that's where I went there you go. EDU winter, we went to the same school perfect
0: yeah that's it whoa
7: yeah no so you were there for how many two months I was there I took about four weeks
0: yeah so I was supposed to go in 2020 that's how I got my my pass to be able to go up there and then COVID happened the border closed couldn't go so I ended up being moved to last year I ended up so I spent six months in Quebec wow. City the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life for sure now are you connected with any f- French groups from your area at all
7: um I was I in 2020 I was um t- I was part of a French group in Andover yeah that we'd meet like uh it was it was weekly we were meeting and then the pandemic hit and then we sure. were we went on we were vir- virtual for a while yep and then I got really busy with work so I stepped out of that but just here I met um Club Rich Lou in Nashua. Absolutely. He told me there's a there's another French group that meets at like two times a month or something like that.
0: Yeah, so there's there's definitely French speaking groups. I know the Franco American Center does the a Parley. That's mm-hmm. once a month. But if you get hook up with the Rich Yu's, they do everything in French. Like every, huh. if you go to one of their meetings, the entire thing's in French.
7: Oh yeah. It's I, really I was talking to him over there. He was yeah, yeah
0: it was great. It was really well, good. Oh awesome. Well, Enjoy your time here at Put Fest. I
7: appreciate you speaking with us, sir. Oh, yeah. Merci beaucoup, Jesse. Thanks. All right. Cool, man. All
0: right. We're standing here in line with Michael and Sarah going up and down, talking to people who look interesting. And I ran into a beekeeper and a flower, Michael and Sarah. Oh, we got a little bee. Wow, oh, that's very, very cool. Welcome to Putzinfest. Where are you guys from? We're from uh, Auburn, New Hampshire. Auburn, New Hampshire. And how many of these have you been to?
8: Uh, we've been coming since 2017, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So what were your thoughts of the move to the fall for Pucin Fest?
3: I like it better, for sure. It's nice and warm and festive. One of the ones that we went to before it was raining in a parking lot. So <laughs> I like this better.
0: I remember the parking lot. I remember the rain. I remember 100 million degrees in the stadium as well, too. That was really, really hot. So what made you guys decide, you know what? If I'm gonna puts in I'm gonna do it in costume.
3: Uh, I think just because it was it's around Halloween time and they it was advertised as a costume event and we thought why not? And then Felix here, you know, it's fun for him, so
0: Very cool. And how old how the the the, 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 the there, and how are you guys introduced to Putsin? How did you even know this was a thing?
8: <laughs> well, I've been going to French Canada for over 25 years, so I'm very fond of poutine. And um, my I wife worked with used um, work Dan... Used to Dan, Bo- Dan
3: Bolio. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I actually know him personally.
8: How do you, and how do you know Dan?
3: Through We used to work together at SNHU. He's still there. I'm not.
0: I worked with him there, too, unfortunately. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, sorry.
8: <laughs> yeah, so I think, you know, both my wife and I, we just have a love for, you know, the culture and the food. And, yeah. you know, who doesn't love French fries and cheese and gravy?
0: <laughs> Very cool. That's, and is there someone specifically, a vendor specifically, you're looking to run into today? You're excited to have?
8: No, I don't think so. Not really. I think yeah. we're here just to get the whole dozen sampling. That's that's what's yeah. uh, exciting is to get the, the smorgasbord of options. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Well thank you for talking to us guys. Mike, anything else? No, Mike says we're good. Alright, appreciate it. Thank you. Alright, we're back. They just opened up the line. We're gonna speak quickly with the gentleman holding the belt, friend of the French Canadian Legacy podcast, is a gentleman whose name just came up in a previous interview, Dan Bollo. Welcome back to the French Canadian Legacy Podcast.
8: Yeah, happy to be here. This is a great event. Weather's amazing right now. Uh, people are, are coming in. Uh, we're going to get this thing rolling. And what's your role for this Hussein Fest? Uh, my role essentially is I carry around the belt, I let people take pictures with it, and um, really. Uh, just try to have fun. You, bring energy. Fun. Yeah. you bring
0: energy. Yeah, bring energy, especially to the line. I would suggest, by the way, as Thor walks by, we just interviewed him. This guy's freaking hilarious. Oh, my God. So I would definitely make sure to take a picture with Thor. Is he's
8: he really a- that jacked or is that? No, uh, that's just a funny suit. Those are muscles. Yes, okay. Okay. but okay. he's, okay. he's yeah. really
0: funny. He speaks in a funny voice and everything. He's awesome. Oh, so okay. I definitely recommend talking to him. I love but, it. All right. very. Now, what's your thoughts on the move to the fall for the Putsin Fest?
8: You know what? Um, I like it. it. It was really hot. When we used to do it in June And and at the time Where we were at The Fisher Cats We were on pavement Yes Kind of reminded me of Like Woodstock 99 If you've seen (laughs) the documentary uh, Where it gets so warm Sure Um, Definitely being on the grass Being at uh, at a venue like this um, I think it's a lot I think it's a lot better I think you can get More people in here
0: Yeah this was fun Well I appreciate it Dan I'll let you go Introduce the bell To a bunch of new patrons And take fun pictures
8: Alright Jesse Always good to talk to you You got it bro Have a good one
0: All right, one of the things we always do here at the French Canadian Legacy Podcast when we come to Putsin Fest is we speak with the Franco-American of the Year. This year it also happens to be the gentleman who puts this entire thing together, a good friend of the show, Tim Beaulieu. Congratulations to you, sir. Thank you, Jesse.
9: Good to be back with you guys.
0: So tell me, what was your reaction? Before we talk about the event itself, I want to talk about the amazing award that you just got. First of all, where were you when you heard about it? And what was your initial reaction when you found out you were going to be the Franco-American of the year?
9: So I was working from home, remote, you know, that's how it is now. We're never going back to the office, right?
7: Sure. And uh, (laughs) Jose
9: Vachon uh, pinged me on Facebook. And she's like, hey, Tim, you got a minute? I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what's going on? (laughs) And she called me and she said, hey, you know we were wondering if you if you would accept an award i'm like what <laughs> i thought they were asking you know i don't know what's going on sure but was, it was an honor to get it from her that call like that that's amazing you know mo Demers would probably be the second or first or second one i had, well, know, he's cool. just
0: gave it to you yeah here at this event yeah oh
9: yeah but it was cool to get from jose because you know all, all the work she didn't you mean and you know being a, a famous french canadian uh yes. performer yeah
0: and and of course the writer of The intro to the podcast, which I'm sure is the (laughs) thing she's most proud
9: of. Why did that slip my mind? My kids have that song memorized (laughs) at this point. (laughs) That's (laughs) so cool. (laughs) All right.
0: So, obviously, (laughs) let's talk about how today went. We can break down more at a later time. But initial impressions of how this 2022 version of Woodson Fest went.
9: I do think, uh, you know, last year was our best event. We may have topped it this time uh we had more we had more like food trucks this time um we had a live band we had ete from Montreal. yeah um luke trepanier came that made it better obviously uh, we were excited for that the young franco-american summit folks came down and got to see what the culture can be yeah that's um, awesome so i thought that was exciting so I, I think it's our best one yet
0: i gotta tell you we had a beautiful day absolutely perfect weather the whoever's idea, I'm sure it was yours, to move it to the fall <laughs> was absolute genius. This is just just takes on a different feel now. Yeah. So cool. No, so congratulations. I put it together. Another amazing event. We'll have a further wrap-up, but I wanted to make sure to catch you to offer the congrats from Mike and I both on the Franco-American of the Year Award. Congratulations, sir. Thanks, guys. Okay, we ran. We're just walking around Poots Fest, ran into a friendly face, Luke Treponier. Luke, welcome. The Putsin
1: Fest. Yep. <laughs> how many of these have you been to? Uh, you mean in Putsin Fest? Yeah. Never, it, my first time here. It's your first time yeah.
0: ever to come into Putsin Fest. Yeah. All right. And where did you come from this morning to get to Putsin
1: Fest? <laughs> I'm from St. Saint- yeah, St. You know what? Um, I was uh, on the road by 6 a.m. this morning. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I made it. And so. How
0: long is the ride from St.? Saint-
1: oh, it's something like uh, 500 uh, I don't know yeah it's a, yeah,
0: yeah. I it's don't a, know miles but no it's a haul yeah so how long did that take
1: uh I would say like five hours or something yeah but the border was like a piece of cake oh because very you nice. know the last time uh, in April the first time I came here uh, after COVID, you know sure uh we uh, waited two hours at the borders sure it was like oh damn too long
0: yeah but you're so you are the man behind Inventure d'un québécois we oui. can you tell us about what is that? Podcast here, the uh, YouTube series. i say about yeah,
1: um, les aventures de Quebecois. Oh, you know, I like to uh, um, you know to record uh, and uh, um, about uh, expression we use in Quebec, but sometimes I, uh, I put on music stuff, um, you know, different things. But um, like when I travel uh, during summertime for baseball, mm-hmm. so I like to you know uh, sh- a short. I would say movie kind of, so yeah, and, uh, and I like to, to, um, to show where I go and what I do during summertime, whatever.
0: Yeah. Are, you, are, we, are you recording on this trip? Yeah, the, I will. For the show? I will. Oh, very I cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will note that you are currently wearing the Equipe Quebec yeah. jersey, I will say. That is still, to this day, the coolest minor league baseball game I have ever been to in my no entire life. That was an absolute blast. Yeah. I mean, the place was packed. Yeah. The atmosphere was nuts. People yeah. were going crazy. You would think you were in a World Series game. People <laughs> were so hyped. Yeah, it was a really, really yeah. fun team I didn't know anything about until Luke turned me onto it when I was living in yeah. Quebec City. Um, and one more thing yep. I would like to ask you about, because a big thing that you're involved with is, of course, the Rev de Gagnon mm-hmm. Facebook group. So can you talk about that? What is that group?
1: Uh, yeah, we uh, actually have a, uh, um, a Facebook page, you know? So we, uh, and we're, we it's the best place, you know, to um, you know, to share what people like to do, what they think about. You know, uh, it's not only something about Quebec, but you know, when people uh, French stuff and all this, you know, uh, all this stuff. Uh, what? But uh, the thing is, so uh, I got I got in touch with uh, people in saint from history, something. Mm-hmm. So and we uh, we're trying to. Um, made, made happen, uh, sorry, I'm looking for my words, but like, You're fine. Well, um, probably we have, people in Saint-Yves saint they don't know Ferdinand Gagnon that sure. much. He was born That's in, in Saint-Hyacinthe, saint, but you know, people that, uh, so, and we have to dig a little further to know much more about him, and and uh, after this trip, uh, I have to get in touch with, I uh, don't remember the, the guy, but he works at Centre Historique Saint-Hyacinthe. Sure. So we will have to, uh, to put something on, like uh, a short articles and uh, pictures, or whatever, just to... And uh, because it could be fun to have, like, uh, uh, something on... Uh, in Saint-Hyacinthe, we have a newspaper called Le Courrier. So just to have, like, oh, the first... Um, Ferdinand Gagnon wrote uh, articles and uh, Lowell from blah, blah, blah. So sure. it was the first fr- uh, French newspaper, I believe. Yeah,
0: one of the biggest. Yeah, yeah. yeah he moved sure. on so to Woonstock. I've been mean, to uh, Worcester for a long time too. Yeah. But yeah, we have a giant statue of him mm-hmm. in Manchester. So I think the people yeah, back and home. Yeah, and would I saw that. I
1: know. was looking for that, but I didn't. Fa- I haven't found so. the statue tomorrow. Yeah, oh, I'll show you where that is because it's I think it's on the side. On the it's on the west side, side of the river. Oh yeah, west side of Manchester. So it's totally. Why a
0: fun little area that's got like that neighborhood has a ton of French history. That okay. one neighborhood where the statue is. I'll show you around all that. We'll yeah. have a really good time. But well, I appreciate you talking to us, sir. Yep. All right. Back here at Pucin Fest with my sister, Monique Kearns. Monique, thank you for talking with us.
10: Yes, it's great to be back here again.
0: Welcome back to Pucin Fest. Now, tell us, obviously, you're here with your dance studio. Tell us about your dance studio.
10: Yes, we are Northern Explosion Dance Studio out of Sanford, Maine we offer all types of dance but specialize in clogging and that's what we actually came here to do today.
0: Okay where where were you performing here at the Putsid Fest?
10: As, as uh, people were walking in we were kind of the entertainment to get them excited before they walked into the main gate.
0: Gotcha what are your thoughts now because you guys you've been to Putsid Fest before.
10: Correct yep we did a couple years ago.
0: And what are your thoughts on a fall Putsid Fest?
10: I think it's much better um, timing wise I love seeing people in the costumes all excited for Halloween I think, uh, yeah, for people attending, it's better than when it was 90-something degrees.
0: <laughs> and how how are the kids liking Putsin in Oh, best? they're
10: loving it. They all come in. I see them all over now in the food truck lines and eating their Putsin, all of that sort of stuff, enjoying the, enjoying the beautiful weather and the vendors.
0: All right. Well, thank you for time. Thank you. All right, I'm here. Very excited to be here with Congressman Chris Pappas. Chris, welcome to Poutine Fest.
7: It's always great to be here. I think this is my second year in a row coming.
0: So what brings you to Poutine Fest?
7: Well, uh, look, this is a great community event. We've got a strong connection with the French-Canadian community here in New Hampshire. Yeah. And uh, it's a historic uh, relationship. And any time that we can celebrate culture and good food uh, and get to actually eat some of it, uh, I'll be there, so here
0: I am. <laughs> I was going to say, did you actually get to taste some of the puts-in at this festival? I
7: did. I, I had two so far. Uh, <laughs> maybe one more on the
0: way out. But Awesome. Well, we really do appreciate you coming by, being part of this event. It means a lot to the Franco-American community that you come out for this, so thank you very much, Chris.
7: Yeah, no, thanks. The event's on the map, so uh, we'll, we'll keep coming back, and I'm sure the community will keep showing up. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thanks.
0: And yeah, we're here with Marie Jose from the Quebec delegation, a big friend of the podcast. Marie, welcome back. Marie Jose, welcome back to the French, to the Poutine Fest. I'm not yes, been here doing doing this too long. So, what brings you back to Poutine Fest year after year after year?
11: Yeah. Well, first of all, it's a lovely day today, and we really like to like support you know, the Franco-American Center. I mean. They really go, they really do a really good job to promote, you know, the the French Canadian or the Franco American heritage here. So it's a wonderful event, you know. I mean, everybody should be here. The Poutine is wonderful, as we know. For sure. It's, you know, it's from Quebec, but it's really good. The restaurant really tried the best, you know, to create something very new. I mean, people are so happy, costume, everything is a wonderful I mean it's it's a wonderful time today. And
0: it means a lot for you guys to be here. So thank you oh, again yes. for coming, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so I'm here with Mark Connolly from the Canadian Broadcast Company. Welcome to Putsin Fest. Thank you very much. Been what an enjoyable brings you day? here?
12: Well I was visiting my friend Roger Cusner, who's the Consul General uh, here in this area in Boston and he said, uh we gotta go to Putsin, get some putsin. I'm like Yes, I will go have some puts in. Sure, of course. Have
0: you ever been to a festival like this before?
12: I have not, and when I go back to Edmonton, which is my yes. hometown, yeah. I am going to suggest that uh, the people in the French Quarter of Edmonton yeah. hold something like this. This would be a great fundraiser for someone, right? This would be fantastic.
0: Now, what what does the puts in scene look like in Edmonton?
12: It's very good. We have uh, quite a few. It's it's kind of almost a tradition. There's there's a couple of food trucks that do puts in, and, in, in many weddings, what they'll do is they'll have their dinner in the, in the early part, and sure. then they'll have a food truck come out around 11 o'clock, and everybody gets puts in for the evening That's for the amazing. late night uh, meal. It's great. It's just a great system. Okay, yeah. so
0: and one thing, I guess maybe my last question, this is an important question. Yeah. What is your thoughts on puts in for breakfast? <laughs> Because I get very different opinions from from my friends from Canada on that question.
12: I absolutely would have patina <laughs> for breakfast because you know why? I do a morning show. Yes, sir. And so I'm on from 5.30 to 30. And it. we've had uh, restaurants come in and service poutine, and we're like, yes. Perfect. Yes, please. Every time. Great answer. I appreciate that, Mark. Thank you much, sir. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, we're here with another amazing guest at the Poutine Fest 2022, the UNH French Club. Welcome to Bucin Fest. Hello. So, can you introduce yourselves? What What are your names?
6: Yeah. Hi, I'm Michaela Tilden. I'm the president of the UNH French Club. And uh, hi, I'm Elsa, um, Elsa Noel. I'm the vice president of the UNH French Club.
0: Very cool. And where are you guys actually from?
6: I'm from Groveland, Massachusetts. Not that you probably know where No, that where is
0: Groveland, Massachusetts?
6: Uh, it's like right next to Haverhill and Newburyport. All right, it's cool. Like, yeah, between there. All right.
0: And how about yourself?
6: I am from Annapolis, Maryland, so not from around here.
0: I I I hope you didn't come straight for this Putzid Fest. Oh,
6: no, I flew up right here, yeah. That's what I
0: figured. (laughs) Believe it or not, it's not the only... There's a we interviewed somebody in line who's flown in for every single one of these from L.A. Yeah, comes every year. Wow. Yeah, she comes every year just for the Putzid Fest. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, so French Club, what are you guys about? Why are you here at Putzid Fest?
6: Yeah, so we're like a cultural and language club that... um, you know, celebrates uh, francophone <laughs> cultures and languages, yeah, and um, we came today because the Francophone uh, Society of New Hampshire asked us to uh, like I, last year and we're, we loved it so much we came back. Um, right now we're fundraising hopefully for our uh, spring break trip. Uh, we're trying to go to somewhere in Canada, maybe practice our French skills.
0: Yes, I had a little chat with a couple of your colleagues earlier. Where in Canada are you thinking of going? This is an important question.
6: Yeah, we have to like vote on it, but it's between uh, Montreal and Quebec.
0: Quebec City. Yeah, Quebec I l- City, yeah. I love it. That sounds like an amazing trip, for sure. Yeah. Anything else we should ask, buddy? Oh, yeah, how did you get into a French language? Oh, yeah, where did your interest come from in the French language and culture?
6: Oh, I've always had... Um, like a uh, goal, personal goal to like, know another language. So when I got into UNH, I decided to take French and I found out about the club and I fell in love with the people in it and like what we do. So I joined and here I am, I'm president now. There you so. go. what's your story?
0: How did you end up excited um, about French?
6: So in elementary school, I watched a little too much Ratatouille. <laughs> okay,
8: um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs>
6: and, So I joined like the elementary school French club and then I dropped out of that and then I joined like the high school French club and I dropped out of that, but I took French. So I, I learned the language and then I got here or to UNH at least and I was taking a French class and then in my sophomore year, I met Michaela and she was like, Oh my God, you should come to a French club meeting. Like, you know, you take French, we need more members. And I was like, okay. And now I'm the vice president. So.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Do you guys do anything with the local school system around UNH?
6: uh we haven't in the past but recently we've um been working with the french department and they have a plan for contacting the high schools and getting them into unh to see like the french program and we'll be part of that but awesome. on our own not really
0: no that seems exciting because i know that we're always hurting for teachers and tutors in yeah. French in the state of new hampshire
6: yeah we-
0: i not saying if that's what a career choice there's plenty of jobs available.
6: Yeah, I am going to school to be a teacher as well, there so you, go. you never know. Cool.
0: Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Okay, so we have another amazing uh, vendor here at the table at Vendor Row at Putsin Fest, the Rishi U Club of Nashua. Welcome back to Putsin Fest. Yes, it's actually our first time. Oh, it is it's your very great. first time yes, at Putsin yes.
13: Fest. So. I'm a rookie okay. at this. All
0: right. yes. In future, what is your name, sir?
13: Uh, Eric Drewart. I'm the president of the uh, Richelieu Club of Nashville. Awesome. What can so, you
0: tell us about what is the Richelieu Club of Nashua?
13: Uh The Richelieu. Well, it, there are several Richelieu clubs in uh, in 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 the U.S. Sure. Uh, one in Manchester, one in Lowell, Salem, mm-hmm. uh, Woonsocket. Pretty much where historically there were a lot of uh, French Canadian immigrants. Sure. And um, it actually originated in, in, uh, in, in Ottawa, right after World War II. Nice. Uh, but it's a, an international service club, French-speaking. We meet once a month at Rivier University in oh, Nashua. Cool. And we also have uh, twice a month at Barnes & Noble in, in uh, Nashua, a uh, French-speaking um, event. That's all. Pretty much like the the Franco American Center has these uh, prêt à parler uh, meetings. Yeah, every uh, second and fourth Tuesday. We meet on the third Sunday, a Sunday brunch. So, anybody who wants to speak French, we have about 27 members. Uh, but the biggest club around is in uh, Manchester.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah. My, my parents and I have gone to the one in Manchester before, okay. and that's an absolute blast. Yeah, you know, we have dinner, and yep. there's a lot of some, singing songs, right, and people right, are really right, having right. a good we time. The, the
13: Chansonnier Richelieu, absolute. absolutely. So now,
0: if somebody wants to get involved, where would you send them where they can get information on your organization?
13: Uh, they could uh, reach me by uh, calling 603-943-5785, or they could send me an email at e-d-r-o-u-a-r-t at uh, gmail.com and uh, we would be very happy to uh, entertain and welcome them at a regular meeting perfect we also have uh in march a a speech contest oh cool oh, in french sure uh, open to uh, high school students oh in the you. area the grand winner uh, at the level of the club, would receive two hundred and fifty dollars. That's terrific. And the the winner of each club would then go to a regional speech contest, where the the grand prize is five hundred dollars. So uh,
9: that's amazing. You know, uh,
13: a high school student looking sure. looking for money to go to college, that would be a great. Uh, so then again, I you know, if any. Uh, French teacher sure. from uh, local high schools, they could get in touch with me. Perfect. Uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and we would definitely love, I mean, I've never been to that before. Mike, we would like to go down, and maybe cover it, because I think it would be a really oh, fun sure. thing for the sure. podcast. To, sure. Because I think a lot of times people don't understand that there are still young people who are super excited about the language and the absolutely. culture here in
13: Manchester yeah. and in general. Yeah, and especially uh, more, more recent immigrants from French speaking countries in Africa or. 80. Sure. Yep. We got yep. quite a bit. All right. Well, I appreciate you okay, talking to us. Have a good, good day, sir. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So
0: we're here with another of the amazing vendors at Putsin Fest, Mission 22. Mission 22, welcome to Putsin Fest. Thank you. So what is Mission 22?
10: Mission 22 is a national organization that provides no-cost programs to veterans suffering the effects of PTSD, TBI, and military sexual trauma.
0: That's amazing. How do people get involved with Mission 22?
10: Uh, very simply, you can head to our website, mission22.com. There you can find all the information about our programs that we offer. They are 100% free. We have a program for combat veterans, 12-month program. We have a six-month program for veterans of all other backgrounds. Wow. And then what makes us pretty unique is we also offer a program for spouses because it's not just our veterans that are dealing with those struggles. The family takes on quite a burden as well.
0: That's am- that's amazing. Now, how did you end up at Puts Uh
10: We came here last year. Um, Met Tim, and uh, he invited us back again this year, and we're really excited to be here.
0: I love it. Well, welcome back.
5: Have a good night. Thank Today you.
0: Too. All right, we're here with another amazing vendor at Putz Invest. Holy moly snacks! <laughs> welcome to in fest Thank you. So tell me, what is Holy Moly snacks?
5: Yes. So right now we are selling prepackaged beef chips. So beef chips is like beef jerky, but it's thin and crispy like a potato chip. Awesome.
0: And where are you guys out of? Where? We
5: are out of Manchester, New Hampshire.
0: Cool. Do you have like a, a, a store where people just walk in? Yeah, get some so, chips?
5: yeah. So we have a storefront in Manchester on 270 Amory Street, Unit 4, Manchester, New Hampshire. And we also have a small team. That's where all the production are coming from.
0: Very, very nice. And how long have you guys been around for?
5: We've only been around for roughly three months, so we still need a lot of exposure.
0: Good for you. So what decided? What made you decide to say, you know what, I'm going to open a place and sell some amazing beef chips.
5: We love snacks, especially the salty snacks. Uh, so, but then the beef jerky, like my dad, he loves beef jerky, but it's just a little too thick and a little too chewy for him. Gotcha. So we just modify the version for him. So it's like thin and crispy. It's very addictive.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, welcome to Pusin Fest.
5: Thank you. Is there anything
0: else you want to say about your place? We Come and visit in us.
5: Middle. Oh, yeah. Come visit us.
0: Everybody come visit them in Manchester. I'm Holy to,
5: moly snacks.
0: I'm going to have to do that myself. Amory Street's not far from where I live, so this is awesome. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Cool. All right, we're with another amazing vendor here at Putzinfest, Bite Me Cupcakes, which is a really, really fun name. So tell me about Bite Me Cupcakes. What is Bite Me Cupcakes?
5: Right, we are a gluten-free dedicated kitchen. Uh, we are a bakery in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Most of our products are also dairy-free, and we're a nut-free facility
0: and you're out of merrimack yes very cool where in merrimack can people um, find you it's
5: four moon court it's right up past budweiser uh, it's a little pink bakery it's kind of hard to miss
0: awesome and how long have you guys been around for that? um
5: 2012, I, think. I think 2012 is when they started it
0: gotcha so you guys have been around a while yeah now what brought you out to puts in um
5: just to offer gluten-free dessert options for people who are gluten-free or with celiac Awesome. Right.
0: And what are you, maybe give a quick description of what can people pick up here. What do we have on this table? It looks um, amazing.
5: We have chocolate and vanilla cupcakes with strawberry, chocolate, or vanilla frosting.
0: Uh, is it, and everything's gluten-free. Yes. I and also it. dairy-free. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We're here with another amazing vendor at Poutine Fest. We saw a sign for a croissant and macarons. We thought that's definitely a place we're going to have to stop. Cremeau, welcome. Merci. <laughs> now, first of all, can you correct my pronunciation of, of your restaurant? I apologize.
2: That's Crèmeux.
0: Crèmeux. Now, yes. can you tell, tell us about Crèmeux? What is Crèmeux? So, Creme? we're
2: a French pastry shop, so a French patisserie, located in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Cool. Um, we're also about to open um, a location in Brookline, Massachusetts. Very nice. Uh, yeah, by the end of the month of October, so we're pretty excited. Uh, but essentially, we focus on authentic French pastries. Uh, so a bunch of um macarons, pastries. We also have Leonidas Belgian chocolates, um, which are made uh, of all cocoa butter, no palm oil. Uh, the little story with Leonidas is that they're actually the... Um, uh, chocolatier to the Royal Belgian household. Very They're that nice. good.
0: <laughs> very cool. So
2: Yeah, so uh, great chocolates. Um, we have a line of uh, grab-and-go sandwiches awesome. and quiches. We make absolutely everything ourselves. So definitely tasty.
0: Yeah, no, in, in, we're in Merrimack and opening in Brookline.
2: Massachusetts. Very,
0: very nice. Yes, All right, I like that. And how, and how long have you guys been around for?
2: So two years in uh, July
0: congratulations Thank now, you. what made you want to decide to open a place that's selling all this amazing French food
2: well heritage is uh, is really the reason so uh, my son and I decided to do this uh, uh, pastry shop um, he's um, pastry trained um, in France nice. uh, in a great school in Paris called the Française de de. Uh, Gastronomy, And uh, he uh, worked in Paris, came back to the States, worked with a French chef. So between the heritage and the knowledge, you know, he, he's, we're in pretty good hands. That's awesome. Where are <laughs> you guys from? <laughs> um, originally yeah. from France. Yeah. yeah. we're in France? Right outside Paris. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, welcome to New Hampshire. Welcome to Putsin Fest. This is this your first Putsin Fest?
2: No, we were here last year. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. it was fun. It was well, welcome fun. Welcome back. All thank right. You thank you so very much. much. Thank I you. It. Merci.
0: Merci beaucoup. Here with multiple-time said Fest champion Matt Prevention. Matt, welcome back to Poutine Fest. Thank you, thank you. So, what are you up to now?
14: Um, actually, yeah, I took over the kitchen at O Steak and Seafood up in Concord.
0: Very nice.
14: Um, you know, so it's part of Magic Foods. There's like uh seven restaurants all together. Awesome. So this is the southernmost one, and you know, when I said, "Hey, I want to do Poutine Fest again," the owners looked at me. They go, "Go have fun. Very They're like, cool. go, go go for it." And so they've been uh, they've been supportive for all my uh, all my crazy nonsense ideas so
0: <laughs> no are you still f- doing the whole red beard thing? no we
14: ca- we do little things here and there but we gotcha. kind of put that on the back burner okay you know like these, this kitchen I took over is definitely uh, to beast it's a big kitchen again so it's been running that and
0: all right what does the so menu look like at this new place
14: uh, very ch- steak chop house heavy like stuff awesome, like that um, you know a lot of steakhouse classic stuff stuff like that and then we're bringing in some some local product we're having some fun with some food and
0: very cool you know now and what important question of course what poutine were you serving here today what did you bring with us to so poutine Fest 2022
14: one of our sister restaurants is uh rubbin butts Smokehouse. okay up in uh what is it? it's up by up by winnipesaukee cool so i called them i said hey i really want to do a smoked pork poutine nice so they smoked me like 12 hour rubbed smoked pork butts
0: that sounds amazing so we
14: did that we did a, uh, you know the gravy we made was a little heavier than what i've normally done so it was a little, <laughs> little more robust flavor to go with the smoke and then sure. you know the same fries i always serve and and uh pineland cheese curds and so it worked out uh, it worked out real well
0: that is very awesome so, all right so where can people go to the, where's this new restaurant where can we send
14: uh main street in concord
0: main street and concord yep in the name of one more time?
14: Oh, Steak and Seafood.
0: Oh, Steak and Seafood, right on May to Concord, yep. where you're taking over, running right the kitchen. Yep. Good for you, man. That's congratulations. Perfect. Appreciate it. Of course. Oh. Okay, so we are here. Renaming master of Hot Mess Putsin. Big fan of her amazing food truck here at the podcast. So welcome back to Putsin, to the Fresh Day Legacy podcast. And welcome to Putsin Fest.
11: Thank you so much for having us again this year.
0: Now, what what are your thoughts on how this year went for I the mean, hot mess putsin?
11: I mean, it's went amazing. We uh, we decided this year to uh, to do the Thanksgiving putsin yes. because we getting close to Thanksgiving.
0: Sure. So and what it, is that?
11: So the Thanksgiving putsin, it's actually hand cut fries, the curds, of course. Sure. And uh, we we kind of have like a homemade um stuffing that's awesome mix with the turkey and then we have a special gravy that was like a mix of a traditional with the turkey gravy together and then we had uh, the cranberry sauce the homemade cranberry sauce on top so that's a nice Mix that sounds it's, absolutely it's, amazing. It's just like you feel like you're on Thanksgiving already, so all right. Yeah, I gotta yes. find myself
0: one of them at some point for sure. Uh, one thing I did note, you guys seem to have one of, if not the longest line this entire time here. Yeah, is Putsin that because
11: we're too slow?
0: <laughs> I don't think that's it. I think that's because you guys were serving some amazing, amazing puts in the word got out when people were talking about it. So, congratulations Thank for that! You.
11: My wife's Thank you. Is that? Oh, yeah. that's she nice. That's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah. I, you know, I think the uncut fries make a big difference too. You know, um, it take a like I say, it take a little longer, but it's it's worth it. Sure. And, so, and yeah. I
0: guess last question for me then. How does this event this year compare to the one you went to last year?
11: Well, last year, you know, you can already compare because that was the COVID, you know. Yeah, uh, coming off of COVID. Yes, sure. yes. But we were very, very busy last year, too, because we were kind of new in the area. Sure so people want to get to know us uh so that was that was a great year we had a good connection after that with a lot of um, places just because the new mch puts in feast um i think it's it's good to to put yourself out there uh because they give you connection yeah uh, and then you get to know different people and different areas and it, so how you, you know you want to be all together you know sure. i, I not don't mind different kind of poutine if you go to Quebec you're gonna have a poutine in every corner for but sure guess what everybody survived right
0: <laughs> we're all still here
11: yeah yeah exactly so now that was great oh. uh, yeah so last year that was our first year yeah uh, this is our second year and uh, guess what we, we may just keep going next year we we'll see what happened
0: that's awesome well yeah. thank you again for joining no, us No, thank you so much congrats on a really amazing performance here puts tell you a nice radio You've voice. Have been talking all day? Yeah,
1: I have been. Now my voice is kind of, you know.
0: <laughs> all right, so we are here with the winners of Puts In Fest 2022, the Foundry Restaurant. Gentlemen, congratulations.
8: Thank you so much.
0: So, first of all, who, who am I speaking to? What was their name?
8: So, my name is Ross and this is Derek Ross, next to me right nice now.
0: Ross and Derek. All right, cool. So, first of all, where is the Foundry? Where's the Foundry at?
8: So, the Foundry is located in Manchester, New Hampshire at 50 Commercial Street and that's right off the highway, right next to UNH and right around the corner from the Fisher Cat Stadium.
0: Very cool, and how many times have you guys come to Poutine Fest?
8: Personally, this is our first time participating, even though we have, the restaurant itself has participated in the past, but this is our first one here.
0: Awesome, and that's a big performance for your first time. Can you describe the Putsin that you guys were serving for us today?
8: So the poutine that we did today was a truffle fry with uh, confit duck gravy and the Pineland Farms cheese curds.
0: That sounds absolutely amazing. Is this something that you can find on the menu?
8: You can absolutely find this on our menu at the restaurant anytime you're going.
0: Awesome. So everybody check out the foundry right across from like where the Fisher Cat Stadium is in Manchester. Easy walk. If you're going to catch a game, stop and get a meal before you go. So congratulations, guys.
8: Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Cool. Appreciate it.
2: Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair to think that everything they love we simply do not share with the spirit Our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive